0: the
1: Yikes!
0: Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Wait, here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like they say, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop the one
2: hand. Pat we trust, inspire, have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA, featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Five on the Floor Live, the official post-game show of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We come to you directly after the Miami Heat's 1-12, unlikely, super hilarious, and um, at times excruciating victory over the Oklahoma City Thunder at home. With me on tonight's show, we have Alex Toledo. You can follow him on Twitter at Tropical Blanket. And then we also have Sean Rochester at S. Rochester NBA. The floor plan, we're going to go over the game, dissect a little bit of what we saw Um Talk a little bit about Jimmy Butler, uh, maybe look ahead towards the end of the episode and uh, definitely take some questions out there. But before we do any of that stuff, I want to shout out one of our great sponsors of this program, particularly the postgame show, and that is our friend Lynette at A Aggressive Insurance. They are an insurance broker agency that's been servicing South Florida for over 15 years. They offer auto insurance, homeowners insurance, condo life insurance, retirement programs, even free notary service to all clients. They represent the leading insurance carriers throughout South Florida. So if you have a bad driving record, no problem. No driver is refused. Free phone quotes. Insurance by Lynette, that's with two N's and two tscom dot Insurance by Lynette Find her on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. She's probably in the comments of this show right now. Check out Lynette at A Aggressive uh, Insurance. All right. So that was, I guess, uh, the good news is they escaped. The bad news is that was pretty hard to watch. Um, I don't know really where I want to start but before we even get into the game, I think we need to start here. In the first half of that game, Dwayne Deadman entered and had a few of the most clueless possessions I'd seen in some time, um, checked out, looked like he got into some sort of disagreement with the coaching staff, uh, stormed off away from the bench after this, this disagreement. And, um, Yeah, through one of those, for all of you who are listening, uh, Sean is showing all of our viewers what was thrown onto the court, kind of like a, a massage, um, like a portable massage machine. I don't know what the heck you call that. Um, and But it looked like him and Spolster got into it. Malik Allen was in his face. Karan Butler was right there. I don't know what's going to happen there. It looked like he stormed off in frustration. Eric Spolster said this is a random Tuesday um, on a you know Miami Heat bench, Alex, I'll start with you on this situation. Um, I have a feeling we may not see him come back. I don't know why I have that feeling. Maybe because it's just so inevitable that we think he's going to be dealt. But what were your takeaways when you saw that happen? And um, you know you're around the team more than I am, frankly. So I'm interested to just hear, like. Dwayne Dedman was described on Twitter by Barry Jackson tonight as often angry or something like that. And I'm so I'm interested. You get to see him more than I do. What do you see from Dwayne Dedman on a regular basis when you're
1: in the arena? So um, let let me because I want to do this right. okay? but I'm in no way am I slandering Barry Jackson or his work because his work is, you know, elite. He's been doing it for years. Right. And for real. You know, he, he's – he's a everything he does, I, I'm a big fan of his work. I definitely did not agree with the way that he was kind of uh describing Dedman there. It felt like a little bit of a cheap shot. You know, he can have his opinion. Like, if he fe- he feels like Dwayne Deadman is always in a foul mood, like, he's around the team more than me, and that's for damn sure. So, you know, I'm going to defer to him there, but that's just not the way that I've seen it. It, it seems like more he's somebody who is – always talking and you know it kind of reminds me of when Myers Leonard was here uh different attitudes right i'm not saying they're the same type of personality but it's guys who you're always going to hear their voice they're always talking Dwayne Deadman it's more of like shit talking right and i know we don't curse on the show so excuse me but that's just kind of the best way that i can put it like he's always just talking trash to people there and it's you know messing around so that's why i i thought it was a little bit of a weird tweet but you know it just comes at a time where Everybody has kind of agreed that Deadman is the worst player in the rotation on a night-to-night basis. And it's it's been a talking point for months at this point. And, you know, he had a bad stretch there. Uh, excuse my nasal voice, but uh, that's why I'm not at the game tonight. <laughs> but but he, he had a bad stretch there. And
0: What, what is his deal in the back of, the of that zone? zone.
1: What, what is up with this,
0: Sean? Like coach this dude up what is happening on the back of the two three zone there where he just gets lost
1: behind him a couple you would think a zone would help him because he doesn't have to move so much but it's even a zone is too much movement
2: and obviously in the nba you can't you know park down there like you can in the high school zone and sit in the middle but like i know wes goldberg from locked on heat posted a video of the possession before the whole thing on the bench and he gives no, I mean, look, Deadman's effort sometimes is questionable across the board, but this possession was like, what is this guy doing? Is he trying it's check out Wes's tweet for that? Cause it's, it's mind blowing. And I think that's, you know, the coaching staff holding him accountable and he stood up for himself. I mean, I think that's what it boils down to, but I think to Alex's point, there has to be more behind the scenes. Like this isn't just about not stepping over and rotating and not stepping over and getting a defensive rebound. There's yeah. more, that's been boiling. And now this is the moment that it kind of exploded.
1: Oh, you don't think it's just a regular Tuesday night? Like Spo described it. I I don't ever really buy that. It's like not a big deal because
0: I kind of feel like, um, I don't know the best heat teams, I guess there's always been like little spats, but there's also you were like 12 games above 500 or you ascended to that point. And so you, I guess we'll have to see where this season goes, but as it's been so far, I just think it's a little bit of a different circumstance when you are, you know, around 500 and um but because it's Dwayne Dedman I think you're seeing it's frustration from a player who's been struggling finally boil over he reads Twitter he in social media in general he knows the box plus minus stuff Dwayne Dedman is also a really bright dude um from the little bit of interactions I've had with him when they've traveled on the road around here in Charlotte so um Cool guy, I can't. Yeah, exactly. That. So like, I I I don't want to like slander him as a as a person at all or anything like that. And I feel like you know, like that's sometimes where this ends up, unfortunately. And so, unfortunately, it's now bled over to the bench. And I don't know what's going to happen if they'll come through with a s- suspension. Yeah. Or did you, did you um, see
1: when the ball went through his hands early in the game? Yeah, I mean, just it
0: hasn't been good. It, it just has it. there's no way around it and the good thing is is that his contract is easily movable it was signed to basically be used in a trade so we'll just have to see the magnitude with which that trade is you know like I think everyone wants it to be a big swing and I have a feeling that it may be less than that but we shall see but I I don't I think this may be the end of the Dwayne Deadman experience for Miami Heat fans um but we will see going forward do you going to uh, shift the
1: Orlando Robinson tomorrow to like a standard contract right there I
0: mean UD has to be able to play I mean what are we doing here yo like they got a player. what it's are Lowe's we doing control
1: man like he plays UD over Jovich a couple times this season but in a on a night like this when Deadman you know gets ejected and they Isn't literally don't have a backup center. He does size completely down
0: size down. And you know why it was, it was because Jimmy Butler basically was just going to get to the free throw line over and over and we over even- the Miami heat actually, um, broke the NBA record for most made free throws consecutively in a game 40 for 40. That was a record held since 1982. That was the year I was born. Um, and Jimmy Butler was insane. I took the over on prize picks used the code five, uh, on his seven made free throw uh, shots and he made um, I think it was 14 in the first half he finished 23 of 23 for the game Sean back to you on Jimmy Butler's night because it was frustrating to watch the rest of this team let's not like uh, we don't have to be shy about it 39% from the field 30% from three it wasn't pretty but Jimmy Butler got the job done um, it looked like it was over two in you know stepped up so i'm interested to hear you wax poetic about jimmy butler for a little bit on this show we're, we're searching for positives
2: yeah i mean you just go right down the box score 35.7 rebounds four assists four steals three blocks only two turnovers only one foul in 38 minutes uh he probably will take a day off later this week because of this i would assume but uh he had it going tonight um he, he just found ways. Uh, obviously, that last shot is the one that everybody's going to think about, the getting the and one, giving the little up fake to the rookie, getting contact and banking it in, and then just knocking down his free throw. So that's that's what you need out of him, obviously. You don't want to need it against the Thunder on an every night basis. But, um, hey, we got to win. That's all that matters. Talk about it. Just a sludge. I don't even
0: know. I want to say slug fest, but it felt like a sludge fest of NBA basketball. I don't even know if that's a word. It is late, um, but it was not pretty. I mean, the only positives really were, I guess, you continue to see Oladipo continue to play well. Jimmy Butler did his thing, inefficient as it was. He still um, got the job done. And then Max Struess four of 12 from three I guess that got inflated Alex but the early rim attempts I thought were key for him to start getting back uh into some sort of a groove you're starting to see him shoot better uh what did you like from Max Struz tonight particularly early
1: exactly what we were talking about there just his ability to you know as time has gone by get better and better at reading what defenses are doing to I mean you know how they're playing him in general and just reacting from there and playing simple basketball really like When guys overplay him, he's done a better job of using some of that, you know, acreage to kind of muscle his way towards the rim. And then it's just touch from there. And, you know, he had a, he had a, he had one today where it was, I don't remember what the exact move was. I'm trying to remember it right now. But when he made the move, I was like, oh, where did that come from? And then he, and then he, you know, finished at the rim with, with a soft touch. And, you know, just things like that where it's just read and react uh, basketball. And so it takes away from having to, you know, all your shots needing to be threes and the variance that comes with that, right? We saw the stretches where it seems like the shot went away. I never believe that. It's just what happens with shooters, especially guys who are overtasked like he's been. So great game for him. Uh, Jimmy, even though he, you know, wasn't necessarily efficient from the field, I think it's 6 of 17 just barreling his way towards uh, the rim and towards the free throw line time after time after time and they were so upset about it on the broadcast and they were trying to <laughs> they were joking about it the whole night by the way like uh, Stan Van Gundy and I, I rarely ever get the chance to see like a, a you know a national broadcast like this at right? home and, yeah
0: because you're always there
1: yeah and that's the thing like you, Stan Brian. Van Gundy is there Uh, saying that, you know, Jimmy Buckets' nickname is the bad one. What did they say? Uh, He should be Jimmy Free Throw or something like that? Yeah, I don't hate hate it. it. And look, man, it was almost like it it felt like a little bit over the top, like if they were taken away from his game. And there's a reason he's there every time, man. He doesn't do none of the, you know, Trey Young, James Harden, notorious free throw tricks, man. Like he is just barreling into dudes and he's too much for them. Like what is he had a quote a couple seasons ago where he's like, I'm stronger than you, and I'm going to show you. And, I'm, you know, I'm I'm, just going to keep doing that. And he shows it, and that is his game. So, you know, just appreciating Jimmy and what he's able to do on a night like tonight without the other four starters.
0: Yeah, no, I think Jimmy Butler said something to the effect of um, toughness is a skill, and that's my greatest skill, or something to the effect of that. And I I think you're on to something there. Um, Gabe Vincent, though, Got a big opportunity tonight. Uh, I was looking at his um, at his numbers on Prize Picks. He actually probably um, got pretty damn close to his points, rebounds, and assists. Sean, am I, should I start getting worried about Gabe Vincent because, like, now this was a a, a high usage night. Seven turnovers. Still not shooting the three well. Um, this was a contract year for for Max and Gabe, and I kind of feel like Max has. He's played himself into that. We know he he's an NBA ball player. And Gabe is an NBA ball player as well. But I just feel like this was such an opportunity for him that's that has kind of gone sideways. Am I overreacting? Do you think that this is just he's not shooting well, but the rest of his game is there? What's your perspective on Gabe Vincent?
2: Yeah, you mentioned the seven turnovers. Uh, obviously, that's concerning with only four assists. You can't have that negative assist to turnover. Uh, 13 points on one of six from behind the arc. The shooting, I still feel like I trust him. Uh, Obviously, that one that he made is probably the second part of the biggest game of the uh, play of the game where Vic got that steal, clear path, two free throws. Then they got the ball. Gabe knocks down the three, gets to four point play. That was, I think, the turning point in the game because it was really going sideways at that at that point. Um, You know, I, I think he's he's more destined for being that backup point guard. Um, I think when you put him out there tonight, he played what 39 minutes. Um, he starts to get exposed. You start to see his warts, and uh, you know he's a good player, but I don't think he's a starter level player at this point. So I know the the Lowry thing. We all, we've had that discussion. If he was moved out, I don't know if he can be the starting point guard. I think that that concerns. But think about what we saw in the playoffs last year. He stepped up. So see, I don't want to. That's make like, too like many- the bummer things. to me is I felt like
0: coming off the playoffs, Gabe was yeah. like rounding into a, a, a starting like at least a spot starter Alex am I crazy for that like did I come in with too high of expectations for Gabe is it not as bad from your perspective um, I don't think I've asked you a Gabe Vincent question I'm, you and I are rarely on shows anymore um, what do you what are you what's your takeaways on Gabe's season
1: I mean we just did the you know the mid-season grades pod so everybody could check that out if you haven't already we graded pretty much everybody in the rotation along with Spo and Pat Riley so go check that out if you haven't anywhere you can get podcasts or on YouTube Long. right just trying to be a professional here but uh I think Gabe Vincent the thing with him is I'm not really that down on him I think he's had a little bit of an up and down season just because of you know the nature of being in and out uh with injuries and just the things that he's gone through right but a lot of it ends up coming down to how many threes is he, is he hitting and how many jump shots is he hitting in general sometimes he'll he'll you know get those little middies off the pick and roll and if if he has an off night i think it's a little bit underwhelming but it's not really that worrisome to me cuz in general i think they benefit from the things that he's good at being a steady two-way point guard out there and i just think you know they're better with him than not as far as the, the bench unit and I think he's a plug and play type of starter. And I pretty much just agree with Sean. Don't think he's a full time starter yet. Like, you know, in a world where I think if you made a significant trade for a star and all of a sudden he's like, you know, he's that type of, you know, uh, point guard. Right. I think he could do that. But in the scenario we're in right now, I don't think he's a starting point guard.
0: Yeah, that's just a bummer to me. Um, but there's a lot of season left to be played, and um, I got frustrated throughout this game multiple times. I think the free throws, the constant free throw shooting, just it, it starts to wear on you and grind throughout the game. So maybe
1: that's hey, what was getting at me. By the way, um, the half court offense was terrible, just because you know you're talking about how. Oh this my god! I don't even like want to hear it, Do you, no, you got I, cleaning I, the oh glass yeah. out. <laughs>
2: yeah, dude, like oh Alex. Alex, I haven't seen these shades of blue on cleaning the glass. I thought maybe like my monitor was messed up, but my God, this is like cleaning the glass might be broken after tonight.
1: Yeah, you know, the Heat were in the third percentile tonight uh, with their half-court <laughs> wow. offensive rating, uh, coming out to seventy-two point eight points per one hundred possessions in the half-court. So, and then you got the Thunder, who weren't that much better at eighty-two point. I mean, eighty-seven point nine. So they were much better than the Heat, but still very, very bad. So, you know, both teams just mucking it up out there on offense and getting to the free throw line. But the Heat got to the free throw line twice as many times as the Thunder, and that's and that's kind of the game right there.
0: It really was. And I promise y'all, I know that y'all look at me and uh, and you probably look at Ethan and you probably look at Sean. You don't look at Alex like this and you think those old heads talking about those old road warrior heat teams. I promise y'all it was not this frustrating to watch those basketball games back then when it was low scoring and offense was difficult. Um, there was much more of a flow to the game. I, I I'm not going to articulate all the reasons why, but it, this is not what it was like to watch those teams back then. Um, yeah, talking about walking walking up hill, hill, of
1: times of uh, walking of up uphill up from in the snow.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. That it's funny that we go there. Um, let me actually transition to this new segment we're going to do, and it's really uh, a shout out to our official. Betting sponsor and that's Better Edge. It's peer-to-peer betting. Um, you, uh, it's a web-based app, so you don't have an app on your phone initially, but you get it off of the web. Super easy to use. Um, we offer twenty dollars to start playing there. Use the code five RSN. And what we're going to start bringing onto these shows is we just want to kind of just recap where the heat closed as it related to where they were against the spread are the over and under so Sean's here to recap that we also have our setting the edge competition that um, we're always doing where you pick the uh, sides or totals for uh, NFL and uh, NCAA football games so you want to get in those tournaments with us competition um, it's a lot of fun we're always in it every single week so don't definitely check that out Uh, but that's better edge um, you can follow them on Twitter, uh, but definitely and shout out uh, or hit me up if you have any questions about it at all. But Sean, let's hear the, uh, the final betting numbers for uh, the Heat tonight against the Thunder.
2: Yeah, this is an interesting one. So, the opening line uh, yesterday was m- Heat minus four and a half over under 224 and a half. With the news of all the guys sitting out, it dropped down to Heat minus two and a half over under 222 and a half. That number is important because you know the game finished at 223. The guys in Vegas, they kind of know what wow. they're doing. So, um thinking about when you played that and that's where betting better edge really comes in because you can make your own line. You're betting against someone else and not the book. So, you know, if the line was closing at two and a half and you didn't feel comfortable with that, you can propose, you know, heat minus one, And if someone else on the other side is like, yeah, Thunder got this heater sitting all these guys out, they can go ahead and take it you're not going to pay the juice and the vig like you do with other books so some of these things we're using terms check out setting the edge we we talk about that a lot, Um, but in terms of trends very quick heater now four and two over their last six also four and two against the spread in their last six. Unfortunately, 16 and 24 and two against the spread this season, so that's not very good. Six and 14 at home against the spread, not very good. And five out of their last six games have went under. This is the only game out of their last six that have went over. Uh, the next team coming up, we play the Bucks in uh, two in a row. The Bucks are 711 on the road against the spread, so it might be something where you think about if we have a full complement of people going against the uh, the Bucks, even though maybe people look in the standings and think they're going to beat us up. So. Check that out on uh, Better Edge. Yeah, I actually on Better Edge played Miami minus two. I
0: got it for plus 101 and I felt like that was value and I didn't hit, but that's okay because I got, uh, you know, I felt like I was uh, well positioned and I got the line that I wanted to your point. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
3: What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day, go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami heat game. I've got a better idea. to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat. Wilson, you sent the
0: game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
2: Swimsuit, check. Sunscreen, check. Phone charger, check.
0: let's kind of, I guess, look ahead for a little bit to Milwaukee. Cause um, if there's anything y'all want to shout out about this game, and if you think that we need to discuss it further, please stop me, but I'll kind of want to look ahead because it's two games against Milwaukee. And I know some around the team have suggested that maybe Tyler hero and bam Adebayo may not play in those games and that they could be held out. I don't know that that's definitive. Um, Milwaukee hasn't looked good either but this has just been really bad for Miami I feel like they're now going to be even more shorthanded if Deadman is not going to be a part of this thing going forward what's your thoughts as they snuck out this victory but Milwaukee is not you know Oklahoma City and Milwaukee are two different situations and you got two games against Milwaukee Uh, I don't suspect that the Bucks will sit anybody necessarily although they do have their own injury stuff that they're plagued with Chris Middleton has been out for you know a long time um what's your thoughts about heat bucks uh with the two games in miami coming up
1: so yeah i mean they're lurking man so it's good that they got this win out tonight they pulled it out because the bucks are right there we know the problems that the bucks can give the heat and i'm excited to see it. it's going to be a good test even without middleton like that team is pretty dominant defensively <clears throat> excuse me and just in general um, i'm going to Excited to see how Bam responds to being defended by those guys. You know, I think that's when the, the pressure really started to, uh, when Heat fans started giving that pressure to Bam was after that Buck series where he really was not responding to the way that, he, that they were defending him. So uh, expecting to see a lot of nine-foot jumpers, like the ones that he's been taking all season, and I'm excited to see him do it. But really the only other thing from tonight that we didn't discuss was the The Heat lost a turnover battle, and they've been winning that all season. And, you know, one point off turnover, if I read – let me see. Oh, no, excuse me. I read that wrong. No. So the Thunder had 27 points off turnovers, and the the Heat had 24. So that right there is a huge thing. They also got out-rebounded by eight. And the only other thing I wanted to say, Victor Oladipo, man, looks great. Just when he has it on, like he's a streaky shooter, but when he's got the shot going – that's when the, the big point totals come up. And even when he doesn't have the shooting going, he's getting to the rim, man. And I know he got blocked there towards the end, but he's getting to the rim. He's playmaking and he's defending at a high level. So yeah, I think they they should try to aim to get one of those Bucks wins, but it's going to be a good test.
0: Yeah, I, I love what I've seen from Victor Oladipo. Continue to like that he's getting uh, a lot of minutes right now. I think that that's going to be good for him to continue to get reps. I don't know how I feel about a Milwaukee Bucks two game set. Um, if Bam and Tyler are not playing, it's obviously going to be this skeleton crew. And I, I, I don't know what that line will look like at better edge. Shout out to them again, or um, what any of the players uh, over unders will be on prize picks. Use the code five F I V E to get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. But Sean, like i um, This team was so small tonight. Haywood Highsmith, like essentially they didn't even play Udonis Haslam when they had him. They just continued to size down. Can they really in good conscience try to do that against Milwaukee? Like, I I don't even think it's viable. Am I crazy to say that? Am I like overreacting to what I just witnessed?
2: Spoh's going to have to get in the lab and do something with a crazy zone, a one, three, one, or something like that. I mean, that's, that's the type of stuff that he probably looks forward to, to be honest. Uh, Milwaukee is on the second night of a back-to-back on the first game. They play tomorrow in Atlanta, then they go to Miami on Thursday. So that's something maybe that can help us in terms of resting guys, but yeah, just try to get a split. But in terms of size, I mean, even if we're at our full complement of everyone, I mean, you're still going to be outsized. So let's just see what happens. And uh, hopefully Bam's out there. Hopefully Tyler's out there. Hopefully Jimmy's out there, obviously. And uh, you know, see what happens. They've lost six out of their last 10. So that's, you know, it's, it's the bucks, but their depth isn't quite what it is normally. So if it's a, you know, if we can give effort, we can compete, uh, try to get a split. And I think I'm, I'm happy with a split if we get that this weekend
0: agreed. And Milwaukee, there's also been whispers of them having their own chemistry issues that uh, I don't know how that will get sorted out and what exactly is happening there. We may need to get somebody on from the Milwaukee market, Alex. Remind me to tell Ethan that we need to find a guest to come on and talk Milwaukee Bucks. But Kyle Lowry also was out tonight. I think that that's a player that we need to watch. Um, And Caleb Martin, obviously, with this quad thing, I don't know when he'll be back. It sounds like Bam and Hero are really like, not nursing injuries um that would keep them out if this was a high leverage situation so that appears to be positive but we'll see going forward it's uh you know a weird they thing no where they could be trying to rest guys, guys what's up i'm
1: sorry they have no shot versus the bucks without those guys forgot to say that part
0: yeah no that's very true that's not we're not going to sugarcoat it here on this program. specifically at bam all. um to close it out uh We're going to shout out one more sponsor and then take questions. Water cleanup of Florida. Uh, When a disaster strikes in your home or business, you need to reach out to water cleanup of South Florida. They are. um, I'm trying to pull up my notes here. Come on, folks. Look at this. This is how the sausage is made, y'all.
2: We need water cleanup to clean Robert, up Orlando Robinson's team.
0: hands, man. Uh, I apologize. I, I completely lost my train of thought, and this is my key ad. Uh, th- they have a 60 years of combined experience at Water Cleanup of Florida. They can help you with leak detection issues. They're fully licensed, insured, and certified. Um, you Their service areas are Miami, Broward, and Palm Beach County. Call Michael anytime in his personal cell, 954-579-0356. They also have a really nice website um displayed there but also you could check it out at wcufl.com 954-579-0356 water cleanup of florida if you got the schmutz they got the guts completely fumbled the ad read um let's close the book here with some comments manny uh manny chang on the ones and twos shout out to him uh, David comes in with the comment, will Vic ever start and let Kyle run the bench? I don't think that that's going to happen. Do either of you think that they're going to make that move? No, not I mean, yet. Debo didn't start tonight. He had a chance to start tonight and didn't. I don't see it happening. What else we got? Alex, 4-4-3-4-3. Four, four, three, four, three. I love to see Jimmy attack the basket with the game on the line. No need to settle for a mid-range or less three-point shot, which – he can't make consistently. I like to see him get into the basket too. I thought that was a smart play. Um, Two straight games. Right? So, and I think that if you continue to do that, good things will happen for this team. So I, I am in agreement with that. Um, Taru comes in with the national media. We'll see the free throws, not the win. Uh, that's, fine. that's all
1: they saw all night it's so annoying yeah
0: it is but you know what like this team has much bigger issues than the national media's perception of them they need to get some victory so I kind of feel like that noise kind of gets canceled out while this record is this bad like we we would be so lucky to get to worry about their perception of us
1: yeah it just uh, is what it is at this point you know
0: Kent comes in with Deadman's first year with Miami was so exciting. I'm just trying to figure out what changed. Maybe it's because he's not playing next to a true power forward. I don't know that it's that as much as some guys come in, they give you everything they got, and then the tank is empty. Am I lying? Do y'all think I'm wrong for that?
1: <laughs> no, it's not even that. I was just the true power forward thing. I don't even think it's that, man. Like he's just <laughs> he's looking old and slow because of plantar fasciitis, dude. Like if if he really has that, he should not be out there.
0: Yeah it's
1: a debilitating thing um oh man <laughs> oh <Uh-oh. laughs> speaking of debilitating oh, we speaking lost of disasters, when you have a disaster <laughs> hit a water of florida i mean wow this is uh this is a good symbol of the heat's crunch time offense like sometimes the best players just it don't ish. show luckily that wasn't the case Never. tonight
2: I'll pop in a point guard for Greg here. Craig says, Is it safe to say tonight's 40 free throws is a makeup by the NBA after the no call against the Nets? Um, yes, I believe it is a makeup. The NBA was like, Look, we got you. The two minute report. I know everybody's upset about it. Let me see what we can do for you. We'll give you a record 40 free throws. Manny, if you want to do one more, then we'll close it up, I guess. All right, Jay says, Spo's going to go mad scientist and come out with UD guarding Giannis. That is going to be a great breakdown. Brady sound on, UD guarding Giannis. Alex, do you think that
1: is a viable option for Thursday? Absolutely. Start him next to Bam if he's playing, and there you go, man. He's got six fouls. Keep Bam I out mean, of foul.
2: He guarded Dirk in the finals. He shut him down. So I think Giannis is just another Thursday in Miami. So Mm -hmm. sorry, I guess, that Greg is not back. Uh, Internet problems. Maybe he's – I don't know. He dipped out like Deadman did, basically, Giannis. He threw something, threw a little uh, massage gun on on the floor, and then got out of here. So we'll close it up. Thanks to Manny. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to Greg. Make sure you check out Five on the Floor, Five Reason Sports, Better Edge, Water Cleanup. Uh, prize picks, anything else that I forgot, I'm sorry. I'm the backup point guard. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional
0: sports network.
2: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.